I always encourage somebody that's younger, find someone that you resonate with, add as much value as you can, learn as much as you can, and it will come. It will take work and energy and potentially years of putting in the sweat equity, but it will come. Are you ready to change your life? Welcome to the Multifamily Investor Ladies Podcast, sponsored by Freedom Capital Investments. Your host, Linda Brooks, is a dynamic multifamily investor syndicator with a portfolio valued at over $20 million and growing. Join her on her journey as she shows you it's never too late to get started in multifamily real estate investing. And she'll show you how to do it successfully as a passive investor. And now, here is your host, Linda Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Multifamily Investor Ladies podcast. I'm Linda Brooks, your host, and I'm so glad you've tuned in today. I also want to thank and commend you for making the all-important decision to learn more about how to become an educated passive investor in the commercial real estate market. Well, today we have a special guest with us. I happened to meet Daisy through a mutual connection, and she currently serves as the managing partner for Make It Brain Capital love the name, a private equity multifamily investment firm focused on acquiring apartment properties. She is a general partner in 42 units and a limited partner in 445 units across two assets in Central Texas, totaling $40 million in value. With over 10 years of experience in international education and management, Daisy has worked with clients from over 25 countries and managed international government scholarship accounts, totaling more than $10 million. Daisy's goals are to help more individuals invest in real estate multifamily, to empower her community through mentorship access, and to be a positive role model for her family and to retire her parents. Welcome, Daisy Serrano, and thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Linda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to share my journey and my story with the multifamily investor ladies. It is so much a joy to have you here. And so I'm going to dive right in. Today's topic is going to be multifamily millennials. Now, I do not fall into the millennial category. And if you've (laughs) had an opportunity to listen to like our beginning, our very first introductory episode, we talk about how old we are. We're getting started later in life. It's never too late to get started in multifamily real estate investing. And then we have this rock star, Daisy, who is how old are you, Daisy? I am 34. Daisy is 34. And she is financially independent. She's heavily invested in multifamily, as you've heard. She's got amazing experience and she started later in life. So Daisy, we want to hear more about your journey. First and foremost, how did you get started in being focused on being financially independent so young? Because it doesn't happen overnight, right? So if you're 34 now and you're financially independent, that means you started a while ago. How did your mind shift? Because when you're young, you're not necessarily, you may be, but not necessarily thinking about that. Tell us your story. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's it's definitely been a a process. I was in international education and counseling, as you mentioned, for 10 years and loved the work that I was doing in that space with students and with clients from all over the world. And at some point, this guy named Luke came into my life, who's now my husband. We started dating and he started introducing me to this whole world of real estate investing. And I wasn't interested in it at all, to be honest, Linda, at the beginning. It was really his saying, right? It was something that he was interested in. He'd read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and learned about the different kind of investing opportunities. And we started something really early on in our relationship where 
every Sunday we would talk about our week we had going on that week, our goals and how we could support each other. And one of those sessions I asked, how can I support you this week? And he said, come to a meetup with me. So at that point, I couldn't say no, right? I had already asked how I can support him. So I went and I didn't see myself in anybody that was there. We were living in Los Angeles at the time. And I went into this meetup and it was a lot of older white men and talking about cap rates and returns and so many terms that I was not familiar with. And through my husband started learning more about the opportunity for financial wealth and for long-term opportunity and in that really saw the opportunity to help retire my parents, which is one of my biggest whys. You mentioned it in the introduction. And we made a decision at some point. We weren't married at the time. We were still dating. And we invested together in multifamily properties in, in Texas and in Central Texas specifically. And it was a very scary process for me, right? To give my hard-earned money to somebody else and trust that it was going to be put to good use. And of course, we did our research and read books and listen to podcasts and do all the good things that everybody does starting out. And at some point, you just have to take that leap of faith and trust that you've done enough research and the generational wealth is not going to start unless you start yourself. We invested that first time together when we were still dating. Once those distributions started coming in, kind of took a deep breath and realized that it was real, right? That it, this was something that we could really do long-term. And so really at that time, reverse engineered the kind of life we wanted to have in 10 years. Once we have children and we're married and Everything came back to moving to Texas, to being in our target market, the one that we knew, the one that we had been investing for a while. So a little bit over a year ago, we ended up moving from California to Texas for that reason, specifically invested in our first project on the general partnership side, on the active side. I was able to transition out of my W-2 at the time and am now doing real estate full-time. And it's still an ongoing process. We've acquired a certain amount of success, I would say, and a certain amount of financial freedom, but not quite where we want to be, right, for the big goals that we have. And so it's just something that we continue to do and work on and in the process are really advocates and really mission-driven to provide more access to millennials and to other people of color, people that look like us that don't know that this is something that's possible. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on your move, on all of your success. So I heard you mention that you started 10 years ago. Said so I heard 10 years and then just last year, you moved to Texas and around the 10 year mark, you were able to surrender your W-2, which is a goal for many of us, myself, of course. So that's amazing. So 10 years ago, you would have been somewhere between 23 and 24. And when I think about what I was doing in 23 and 24, it was not focused on multifamily or any type of real estate investing, right? So you had the privilege or the opportunity of having your then boyfriend, now husband to introduce you to real estate. But for someone that may not have that connection to real estate, what do you think is the mindset or the thought process that the younger generation needs to be aware of so that they can begin thinking about financial independence in 10 years so that by the time they're your age, they're like, well, I don't have to work if I don't want to. And they're not in their 50s that they're trying to figure out what is retirement going to look like for me. 
That's the beauty of it now, right? Is that I started in my professional career 10 years ago and actually was introduced to real estate specifically about four and a half years ago. From there, I started investing passively and learning and, and jumping onto the active side, right? But now it's beautiful because we meet a lot of people that are young, that are in their 20s and that are hungry and they're looking for opportunity and looking to get involved. And for me, that's it's amazing to see because my husband and I have usually been the youngest in the group or in the room. And it's great to see somebody that's younger now starting to get involved. And my biggest advice is always find a way to add value to somebody that you look up to and admire and learn and soak up as much as you can, right? Something that we're doing ourselves, and we've really taken it upon ourselves to help others that are in similar places that we are, right? To where I'm first generation college student, low socioeconomics, my parents, my family, nobody had invested or ever heard of the possibility of investing, right? This was something that I stumbled upon, right, in life because of my life partner, but otherwise would not have the opportunity. And so for that reason, now we just always advocate and say, if I can do it, this girl from Victorville, California, a very small town, first generation student. My parents are both Mexican immigrants, right? Who came to the US in search of the American dream. If I can do it, anybody can. And it's a matter of having access, right? If you don't know someone that's doing it, if you don't see someone that's doing it, that looks like you, that sounds like you, it's a lot harder to get started in this space, right? And for me, what it really came down to was joining an organization in Los Angeles called Rent, the Women's Real Estate Network, where I saw myself in the woman. I went to a meetup and there was reggaeton playing and immediately I felt at home. It was just such a welcoming community. And once I saw myself in the space, that's when the mental shift happened of, ah, I can be here too, right? I deserve to be here too. I have a seat at the table too. But before I saw somebody that looked like me that was doing it, I didn't see myself doing it. And so for that reason, I always encourage somebody that's younger, find someone that you resonate with, add as much value as you can, learn as much as you can, and it will come, right? It will take work and energy and potentially years of putting in the sweat equity, but it will come. Excellent. Excellent. I love it. You mentioned rent. Is there another organization that you may be affiliated with that allows you access to that hungry generation that you may not be meeting at a real estate meetup? You may be meeting them at a college function or some other community-centered event where you're able to impart and begin sharing with them the seeds for thinking about financial independence in the younger years of their lives. Yeah, there's quite a few. So I've always been being in education for so long. I was always in a mentorship role of some sort, whether it was with an organization or with somebody that I met through my work and just sort of took that role on of mentorship and guidance with them. But most recently I'm with Real, the real estate organization for Latinos and commercial real estate. And it's amazing. It really has shown me that it's not about you. It's about when your why is so much bigger than you and you're helping other people, there's just so much more opportunity and blessing around you. So Real has an amazing organization. And I recently also joined Crew, Commercial Real Estate for Women in Austin. They have an Austin chapter and 
just creating community and being able to support somebody else who's in a different stage. Maybe it's not even age-wise, but just professionally speaking, right? They might be about the same age as me, but have never heard of multifamily investing or just being able to create wealth within the real estate space. So those are a couple of professional organizations. And I also volunteer for other organizations. One is Seedling in Texas. It helps children of incarcerated people. And it's more so of a mentorship opportunity, right? But in the process, you talk about what you do, your professional career, and nobody ever grew up thinking, I want to be in commercial real estate when I grew up, right? (laughs) It's not a career that you learn about when you're little. So even if I can just help expose a young mind to the opportunity that it's possible and that it's there as the career option, then I feel like my job has been done. Excellent. I love it. I love the intentionality of reaching other young people to get them started in this business sooner rather than later. We do recognize that it's never too late. It does not hurt to get started earlier on in life. Agreed? Agreed. (laughs) Yes. And I think you hit it on the nail, right? It's about helping somebody else. And even if you're not as far along on your journey as you want to be, you know more than somebody else at a different stage. And so how can you pass that on and be a resource, right? And reach back and help them. And another thing I'll add is that for Luke and myself, we were looking at how can we help somebody else in terms of being able to move forward in their multifamily syndication goals specifically. And for us, it really came down to our marketing team. When we decided to bring somebody on on the marketing team, we wanted it to be a win-win. And so we brought in somebody who's interested in doing what we're doing, right? And acquiring and being on the active side of multifamily syndications. And so we're doing a two-part role with her. One is a mentorship. We have monthly mentorship calls with her where we help guide her in terms of where she is in her journey. And after a year of working with us on the marketing team, we are going to make her a GP, give her a certain percentage of our GP stake, of our GP equity, in a deal because then she would be able to say, I am a general partner in this deal. Even if it is a small percentage, it would give her that experience on paper. That is outstanding. And how excited is she about that opportunity? She's amazing. I mean, she's been just so proactive and amazing to work with. And so it's great for both ends, right? I think for her, she gets that one-on-one. She had actually offered to work for free and we were not okay with that, right? Right. We felt like she had to be able to receive something, right? For all the work that she's doing. And so with being a smaller company and not having the resources to have a full-time person, she came on with us part-time and it's been an amazing journey, right? She's motivated and She's getting what she is looking for, right? Long-term and we're able to help her and she's able to help us. And it sounds like the key to making that relationship successful is not only are you wanting to and able to impart your knowledge and experience into her, but she has a thirst for learning and she's interested in what you do, right? She wants to develop herself at her age so that she's able to be financially free when she gets older. That's excellent. It's one thing I've learned is that we can have the desire to help people all we want, but if they don't want the help, then anything that we have to offer, they won't receive it anyway. Yes, a hundred percent. They have to be ready and, and eager and hungry for it. 
Excellent. So is there anything that you all are working on right now that you've been able to bring her in as a part of, or is she part of an existing deal that you've already closed? Yeah. So right now it's really exposure. It's showing her the kind of deals that we're looking at, underwriting and providing guidance on that end, looking at the markets and all of the demographic information that we look at and just really from starting from A to Z. And so after 12 months of working with us and performing well, then at that point is when we would bring her into a live project. So at this point, it's a lot of learning. It's a lot of mentorship and it's a lot of exposure, right? To aspects of the business, reporting, right? Asset management information that she wouldn't have access to otherwise. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So this podcast, as you know, is geared towards educating our passive investors. You've definitely shared with us how you started in the business and also how you reach back to bring others along in that younger generation. So thank you for what you do. I like to offer gifts to our listeners. What is one of your favorite books? Ooh, The Energy of Money is one that I am rereading right now. Mm-hmm. And it has been a very spiritual path and journey to understanding my money story and my parents' journey and their impact with money and how that's been translated into my life as well. So it's a very different take on money. I think a lot of other books focus on doing more, more, more. And this one really takes you back a step and helps you reflect on your money journey and really create goals going forward around your true essence and the kind of person you want to be in the world. Excellent. So the energy of money, I like it. All right. Before we close out and I offer the gift to our listeners, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Especially our younger ones that want to do what you do, be successful like you. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And and I definitely recommend that your audience reach out, Linda. I think it's amazing to hear from people and to know that we provided a a small bit of inspiration or, you know, know how to somebody else. So if you want more information, reach out, schedule a call, no obligation. I'm just happy to share and be a resource to anybody out there listening. So the best way to reach us is on our website, www.makeitraincapital.com. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Thank you so much, Daisy. It was such a pleasure having you and just getting an insight into your journey and your story. And I truly believe you'll be an inspiration to our listeners, regardless of their age. So be the first person to contact me on our website, multifamilyinvestorladies.com. May put a note in there that you so in loved our discussion with Daisy, and I will send you Daisy's favorite book, The Energy of Money. Thank you again, Daisy, for joining us. Thank you so much, Linda. And to your listeners, be great. Don't doubt yourself and just take massive action because you can do it. Outstanding. You most certainly can. Thanks so much for everything. And again, remember, it's never too late to get started investing in multifamily real estate. And in Daisy's case, the earlier you start, the better. But you can (laughs) always get started with the multifamily investor latest. We'll see you next time. For more information about today's episode, learn more about passive multifamily real estate investing or to reach Linda directly, visit us on the web at multifamilyinvestorladies.com. Thanks a mill for joining the Multifamily Investor Ladies podcast, sponsored by Freedom Capital Investments. Your host, Linda Brooks, reminds you it's never too late to get started on your multifamily real estate investment journey, and she'll show you how to do it successfully as a passive investor. We'll see you next time.